Good evening, wayward adventurers, and welcome to Barovia. I'm Dylan Bemisterfer, your dungeon master. Thank you for joining us as we play through Curse of Strahd, a gothic horror campaign set in the dark and twisted land of Barovia, where you never know what lurks behind you in the mist. Join. Hey, I'm Nick, and I play Moranis, a pallid elf ranger rogue on the hunt for the cult that murdered most of my family. Hi, I'm Justin, and I play Xander, the gnome College of Swords bard druid, as he searches Barovia for a lost friend. Hi, I'm BJ, and I play Clara, the wood elf divination witch rogue, as she tries to reestablish the mysterious Mooncall family. Hi, my name is Michael, and I play Stor, the righteous human light domain cleric of the Silver Dragon, as he attempts to bring light to this darkened land. Welcome to I Eat the Dragon. We're happy you're here. Now, let's roll some dice. All right, everybody got a, a recording track going? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Sweet. Perfect. All right, let's go ahead and do our one, two, three clap. And here we go. One, two, three. <laughs> Holy shit. I think we got it. <laughs> I That's think that actually about. worked. Hell yeah. All right. Guys, so, I've never been what? more proud of you than in this moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is... 16 sessions. I think we've only been recording for eight of those. So, uh, <laughs> not even, so, not even eight. Right. So I think since 11. So everybody, welcome to tonight's game. So in our last session, you guys were searching for the, uh, the Belladonna flower. Uh, you wound up having a altercation with some druids who were also picking the flower, but after taking care of them, we had to end that session and uh, full into last session. Xander made Xander Moranis. You two made uh, the tea that Xander was going to drink that was going to rid him of his uh, lycanthropy. There you go. Nick. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome. Uh, but while the tea was brewing, Moranis pulls out this rope and does a special rope trick with it that uh, the rope kind of hung in the middle of the air and everybody was able to climb the rope into this demi-plane, this little, this little box of existence of protection um, that Moranis made look like the back of a uh, traveling covered cart. Uh, while, so Xander had a safe place to drink his tea and uh, fight his uh, lycanthropy. Uh, while inside this little uh, demiplane cart, Strahd himself appeared below and began speaking to the party, uh, offering Irina a white rose and asking her if he could call her Tatiana. Uh, after some conversation with Clara, uh, back and forth a little bit, he told everybody that he was going to have to leave. One of his brides by the name of uh, Valenta was in the mountains further south and wanted to show him something. And he did mention before leaving that he viewed Xander as some form of investment, but didn't elaborate any further. After the party watched Xander survive the poison and rid himself of his uh, lycanthropy, everyone took a nice long rest. The next day, the party crossed the river and Clara Spider climbed the 200-foot cliff face, the top <laughs> where the strange haunted mansion was. Stor and Irina tried to free climb behind her and both fell, sustaining some injuries. Very, very lucky injuries. 
Moranis and Xander took a small path up a forested hillside and came right out on top of the mountain very easily. Uh, upon reaching the top of the cliffside, the party inspected a statue of a silver dragon. Uh, moving some moss away from the base of the statue, Clara read the words, Argnavost Holt of the Silver Dragon. Stora's face lit up and ran into the mansion alone, saying that he was home. So, to kind of like repaint the picture for everybody, we are, with the exception of Stor walking up to the slightly cracked open door of Argnavastolt, um, this mansion is massive. It looks to be about three stories, four in some, and there's a large tower in the very back of the uh, back of the mansion itself. The entire right side of the building has been crushed and caved in. Windows are broken. Bricks have fallen down off the side. Um, this mansion is in deep, deep disrepair. Um, a thick, heavy uh, cloud of fog kind of hangs around the floor. Um, so with that, what are we doing, everyone? So stores inside, right? So uh, I, I, so you're just gonna walk straight on in. So, yeah. Okay. Um, so, so as you begin walking up the steps, Clara, you look up to see this uh, this dragon statue. Its mouth poof, like pops down, little puffs of like dust and like cracks up, like a cracking sound of like stone kind of like erupts as this gas just. <laughs> out from the mouth of this dragon. Uh, Sor, you feel a very cold breeze behind you as this kind of, oh, this dragon just kind of, it it feels like it was once a trap of some kind, but it just, it it ran out of Freon. It, it didn't have enough cold air left in it. As it just, uh, do you still continue inside? Would would Stor know of any like traps that are common for his um his order that he would be looking for? Roll a history check for me. I just kind of looked down at Xander and was like, well, this is already ominous. <laughs> 17. I'm interested. What did you say, Xander? Uh Xander just says I'm interested. And just like continues, continues on in. All right. So, Sor, uh, with a seventeen, um, there's not really any, you know, of like some wards and and whatnot that would be that would go up to kind of protect from evil, but no, no traps in particular for any type of um, for any type of stronghold really kind of come to mind for you. Then yes, he would just open the doors wide and just walk in. Okay. So as he walks in, Clara, Xander, Moranis, what are you guys doing? Um, well, we see the, the, the trap or the old trap go off, right? Yes. Um, I feel like Clara is going to turn to everyone else and she's going to say, uh, well, I don't think this is quite the same silver dragon that he remembers. 
well, uh, I guess he'll figure it out. <sighs> we could just stay out here. Um, you know, the thing uh, he'll die. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, and I'm inclined to maybe stay out here, but also, I'm not gonna lie. I'm curious. I'm a little curious of what's inside. <sighs> well. What I mean, come on. What's the worst that could be in there? I mean, honestly, their their front door trap doesn't work anymore. What could be inside? So, uh, rotted floors, demons, ghosts. Yes. Some that, things are eternal. Right, and that's why we let the guy that wants to be here and in the heavy armor go first. This is a solid so, point. <laughs> So as you're all having this conversation, Store, you've opened up the door and you have walked inside. Um, so as you push open the door all the way, it gives like a, a nice like creak. And, uh, and the bottom of it, it's kind of like warped a little bit. So the wood scrapes along this cracked white gray marble floor and a little plume of dust kind of like kicks up from where you open it. The room that you're met with is this large open foyer and it feels almost like you've walked into some kind of giant tomb. Uh, there's a grand staircase that leads up a stone, up to stone balconies ahead, um, held aloft by these pillars and arches. A tall faded tapestry depicting a nobleman in silver armor hangs from an iron rod above the staircase landing. On his silver armor's chest is the same symbol of a silver dragon that rests on your gauntlet. Six sets of double doors lead from this foyer. Along the walls displayed on marble pedestals are three alabaster busts of handsome men. A fourth bust and its pedestal have been knocked over, and their shattered remains lie strewn across the mosaic floor. Two chandeliers of wrought iron hang from the ceiling like monstrous black spiders peering down at you. Roll me a quick perception check. Six. <laughs> Funny enough. That was just enough. <laughs> As you step inside and you begin to take all this in, you hear the soft beating of large wings. And As you look above your shoulder to the right, along the wall, you see this great shadow fly and just disappears. And then almost as from the back of your left ear, you hear this... <sighs> as everything just kind of fades. And then nothing. So, um, I think you would cast uh, light uh, to get a better look at kind of what's around while he's walking. Okay. So, as you kind of come in and hold up your gauntlet and this, you know, bright white energy kind of emits from it, to your left, you see uh, immediately one door and then two doors on your left wall. Beyond the staircase, on both sides, um, there are two doors going back. Uh, 
And then to your right, there are two doors. So there are a total of six doors and you're currently alone inside the mansion unless anybody else has wanted to come in at this time. Um, does it resemble like um, any other mansions that he's been in or any like temples or anything that uh, the silver dragon has had? So he's like as, so as as you, as you look around, nothing. Every everything seems a little bit off from from how you remember things being back home. There's because you rolled a six on your perception. So yeah, no, you're just like yeah, no. This this looks above board. This looks about right. Yeah, <laughs> you're be a building. Yes, pretty pretty much. The the DC to see the the shadow ghost flying around was a five. So <laughs> cool. Um. So I think he just let's pick the first door on the right and open it up because he's not oh. gonna. He's excited. Perfect. So as you like, just kind of walk over. You're just gonna just like open in the door. Um. So are you just opening it just up wide or just just going in? Perfect. Opening up wide. So, so as you open the door wide, uh, you would remember that it looks like this is this is the right side of the building is the side of the building that has the crushed in side to it. As you open it up wide, uh, the door it gets three quarters of a way before it sticks. And as you look in with your with your gauntlet, uh, you can see the fog kind of start to spill in to the uh, to this main foyer itself. Everything is destroyed. Rubble is strewn throughout this vast chamber, um, and it looks like it's caused by some kind of collapse from the like rooms above it. But on this marble floor. There are fallen chandeliers amid broken chairs and furnishings, cabinets, there's cups. It's, it's, it's a complete mess. But the main thing, fair store, that you, you do notice is that everything is covered in a thick mesh of webbing from wall to wall. I... It's, I just heard my son just let out a long belting scream. <laughs> Sorry. Um, <laughs> these thick webs stretch from wall to wall. Uh, roll me another perception check. Yeah, like I said, guys, there's definitely nothing in there. Okay, so guidance. <laughs> I just see like you like your light glows a little golden for a second. As <laughs> you're like, mm. 17. Liter- moving go ahead so it's literally sting lighting up and uh oh god what's the the giant spiders name Aragog thank you I knew it was something with an A as you see it almost looks like waves of spiders are moving underneath the webbing and then you see a leg two legs until this spider pops out and it's tarantula size just in front of you. Not too big. And then as you look further up on the wall, 
out from behind a broken, uh, like a broken, um, a broken part of the wall comes the biggest spider store has ever seen. Roughly the size of a small horse. Let's jump outside real quick before I have some initiative being rolled. I was um, going to say, Story just closed the door. Just Story just closed the door? <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Story, you close the door. And as you, nope. As you close the door, you just hear... And it's the sound of what you can only imagine is just webs just being shot at the door. Like, hmm... Noted. Let's jump outside real quick. Okay. Uh, I I can't let it go. You guys said it was Aragog? That's in Harry Potter. Shelob is the spider from like Lord of the Rings. Shelob. 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 Yes, you're right. Aragog. Yep. I was like, you said Aragog. I was like, isn't that Hagrid spider? No, yeah, you're right. I got my fandoms mixed up. Sorry, my my, my nerd was like, actually. Um, yeah, that's right. Look, look, this is not a Reese's cup. You get that fucking Harry Potter out of my Lord of the Rings, okay? <laughs> I'm not going to lie. When it comes to Lord of the Rings, anything that has to do with Frodo, I just can't stand. Oh, yeah. Frodo and Harry Potter are the two worst characters, I think, in any any fandom. Uh, really? Hot. Gandalf hot is take. kind of the worst. That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a real hot take. I mean, Gandalf stays leaving when he's needed. I think I'm picking Ted Mosby, but okay. First of all, (sighs) Uh, you're you're not wrong. Secondly, I will say, although I mostly agree with you about Frodo, Michael, I will say I think the sentiments wouldn't be nearly as bad if it wasn't Elijah Wood that played him. I'll give you that book. Frodo is definitely more bearable than movie Frodo. So back to the story at hand. Let's be Sam Wise about this. Um, okay. No, go home. Stop it. <laughs> Clara Xander Moranis Irina, you're outside and you just hear thum, 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 from inside. Well, he found the first one. <laughs> Clara just sighs <laughs> and gets up and starts to uh, takes her short her sword out and she's like, Well, let's let's go. Yeah, just like solemnly like not at any fast pace just solemnly walks in with my bow in my hand like all right i guess we're doing this <laughs> perfect xander what are you doing um yeah xander's just standing up pulling out his scimitars and ready to go <laughs> xander's perfect. probably the only one that's like yeah and like runs in like clara and i are just like oh, <laughs> fuck all right <laughs> Irina pulls out her sword and she follows you inside. Uh, as you all step up onto the steps, the once again, the mouth hinge of this dragon boom, falls down and another puff of even warmer air kind of get <laughs> blows out onto you. And you're just kind of like, it's like being in like a really bad haunted house at like a traveling carnival. You're like, oh. I'm not scared. Uh, <laughs> it's like the, but as, as you, the pressure canisters or whatever that have already re- already run out by the time you and your group go through. Oh yeah, the CO2 is completely out, kids. Exactly. Uh, so 
As you come inside, uh, it is once again, this it's a large, massive room. Two doors on your left. There's a large staircase directly in front of you with one set of stairs that kind of splits off into two and goes to a second floor. On either side of that staircase are two doors heading uh, ahead of you. Then there are two doors on your right with store quickly backing away from uh, the immediate door on your right. Is this the fucking castle to Hollow Bastion? It is. It's very similar. Just make sure you have Beast loaded up with you. Thank you. So. <laughs> All right. Okay, but the real question is Goofy or Donald? Um, oh, it's Goofy. No. Incorrect. Always Donald. Donald. Never Goofy. Goofy will use any item or magic you have to ruin yeah. your life. That's true. At the worst time. I play on hard mode. If I could ever beat Kingdom Hearts 3. So, uh, <laughs> you need to switch to the Keyblade, I told you. Yes, that's true. It did help. So, all right. So, as you guys all walk in, you see Store backing up. What's going on? Well, what'd you find? Um, spiders. Large, large, large spiders. Like, like a tarantula? Um, like a, a horse? Um, yeah, horse-sized tarantula. Um, if if this wasn't like my order's house, it, it would need to be burned. Like it, it would need to go. But unfortunately, we need this place. So uh, why do we need this place? Because my order brings light to places. So does they would have a bunch of lore. It would have special weapons that we could use. Basically, this would be the hub of the people who were fighting um, all the evil forces around. It does look like, and he like puts his hands up, they lost, but we could still get some information. All right, when, if you think so. When you say spiders, how many spiders? Uh, the, if you want to open up that door right there. Um, <laughs> you, no, no, you, I, I, I'd, I'd rather know before I go in there. That's... Irina, Irina walks up to the to the door that you backed away from and tries to open it, and like she gets it about an inch, and all any of you see is just like white webbing, just like holding the door. She like, turns around and goes, "I'm gonna try the other door," and she kind of like walks up uh, a couple of feet to the next door. Um, actually, I'll get that. Um, if you could step back for a second. Um, oh, okay, okay, yeah. Sorry, they'll, they'll probably just attack right when when I open this. So, everyone ready? Or hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, guys. <laughs> let's think about this. The whole right side of the building was like in shambles. Why don't we open the doors on the left? We could. Um, <laughs> we I could think... open all of the doors that are left. That makes sense. All right, and then Moranis just like pulls cool. an arrow out. I'll, I'll pull an arrow out and like knock it and be like, "Your game. Uh, this is. I mean, this is this is your thing." My, the way that I'm thinking of it is we know where they're at right now. If we start going through the other part of the house, they could like set up an ambush. They're spiders. It, it was a big spider. <laughs> <laughs> that was, Irina looks at you. That was and Irina so goes, genuine, Michael. That was... <laughs> I don't like spiders. <laughs> it'll be, it'll it'll be okay. We don't we don't have to go face the fight the the spiders store. We 
We could just stay over here and be quiet. Okay, let's go over to the other side then. So we're going to go to the left? Yeah, let's go to the left. All right. So as you guys kind of step over this, uh, the the broken pieces of what was once a, a, a facial bust, you step over like a nose, like an eye socket, um, and you make your way across this large, large foyer. Um, so... Uh, there are two doors directly across from you. Um, can I actually have everybody else make a perception check Thank for you. Me? I was going to ask. Uh, 17. Okay. 23. 30, 20. Okay, so... Uh, there are no spider webs or anything in this room in particular. Um, you do like look up right above the staircase, and there is the the large tapestry of the the knight. And the knight has this long, silver white hair behind him. Um, but nothing nothing here looks too um, looks too out of the ordinary for a rundown mansion. As, as you look at the marble, it's cracked. There's scrapes. It looks like maybe a long time ago there was a battle here. Um, but as for now, it just appears to be covered in dust and mildewy and, you know, abandonment. Scra you say scrapes. Can I see or is it would it be possible for me to determine if these are like weapon made or possibly by like claws and natural means? So as you look at them, um, give me an investigation check. I love me some investigation checks. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. So with a dirty 20, uh, nothing appears to be claw-like in nature. There's no like, you know, three to four claw gashes in the ground. It's more so just like um, like a parry from a... Um, from a sword, you know, strike that's kind of like clinked off the ground or like an axe or a war hammer dragging up to like do like an uppercut. Nothing, nothing animalistic. Copy that. So, left door or right door? I always like to go right. So, uh, Store, are you going to be opening the door then? Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll see if everyone's ready. I mean, yeah. I, I'm definitely definitely looking at you judgingly for not taking the first door and taking the second, but okay. Well, so, I'm always right, so I go right. Oh my god. You would. <laughs> that, is a, that is a store mood. So as you, as you kind of go to like unlock or open the door, uh, you find that it is, uh, it gives you a little resistance and it is locked. Hey, uh, Maranis, um, or Clara, uh, could one of y'all give me a hand here? It appears to be locked. You or me? Um, my, my skills are pretty high for this, so I'll try it. So are mine. <laughs> hey, teacher or student at this point, you, you taught me how to do it, so go for it. Hey. Got my tools and do, do a cute little lock. Is it first of all? Is it trapped? Can I check for traps because I'm not trying to go out like that. Oh, 
man, you got me. Uh, so give me a give me a quick investigation check. I will actually assist since we were having this conversation. Perfect. It and makes I'll sense. Tap Clara and give her guidance. <laughs> Irina just looks at Xander and goes. It's like a well-oiled machine. <laughs> I just imagine Store is like the little kid with the flashlight helping his dad with the car engine. Because that's what he's doing. That? Yeah, exactly. How's that? How's just that? holding it flat out. Just <laughs> mm, mm, no, uh, point your point your ring finger here. Yeah. But it's somehow always wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> Clara, what'd you get? That is a dirty twenty with guidance. A dirty twenty with guidance, so uh, it doesn't take long. Um, you you can feel kind of like the lock inside of it is is rusted a little bit, but as you kind of like feel around, just click, and it just pops right well, open. Hang on, this was for checking that for was traps. Check for traps. Uh, yes, uh, you feel around the door, and there are none. Nothing. Nothing seems out of the ordinary from what you've encountered before in the past. It just seems like a locked door. Uh. My actual check is 24. Even easier than I said before. It's like you just put the lock pick in and it just goes dink and just opens right up for you. You just hear it click. I'd love to see Clara just like before it clicks, just look at Moranis and then click it. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't even break eye contact. Just like, yeah. (laughs) Me. So do you open the door, Clara? Absolutely not. Uh, Store will. <laughs> Store okay. will say, thank you very much, Clara. Of course. Ron, you're Store next. will slowly open the door. So as, as you open the door, Store, and you kind of peek in, um, it's a very small room, and immediately this like moldy vinegar scent kind of like hits your nostrils as it's a small storage room and you can see five large barrels uh, and they've got like they're set up on their rack uh, going deep into the room Uh, there are it looks to be there's two on your left and three on your right Uh, and they are lined up kind of right in front of you and there's a little as you kind of shine your light inside, uh, roll a perception check for me. Don't be fooled. There's vampires in the barrels. Not again. Yeah. A seven. Yep. A seven. Um, so love that he's the one looking. As you as you peer in, your friends behind you, you very adamantly get the feeling that like you, you can see the wine barrels. You're like, oh yeah, Wizard of Wines. Okay, that's that that's that winery I've heard about. Uh, the vinegar, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, okay, okay. Like yeah, that that's all you see. You see some barrels. <laughs> okay, stories so is gonna close the door then. Okay, perfect. There apparently uh, apparently there's some uh, some barrels. Uh, and vinegar somewhere? I don't know. It smelled real weird. Let's go the other. You would you would know that wine can like vi- like turn to vinegar after so many years and whatnot. Okay. So it's gross in there. Let's go to the other one. Okay. Uh, so as you make your way towards the initial door on the left, who is uh, who's opening this door? Store will. If I'd say, 
This is Stor's game. This is Stor's show right now. Right. Stor is just leading the charge. Okay, but do you know who Stor reminds me of? Uh, Colonel Mustard from Clue. <laughs> <laughs> so, Stor, as you open this door, uh, you come into this wood-paneled den uh, type area. Um, it looks like it has been just completely ransacked, burgled beyond belief. Um, everything, all the furnishings have been tossed about. Books are ripped up, burnt a little bit. Uh, there, a rug is like torn and scraped on the floor. Um, there is a cold looking dark hearth uh, and it dominates the western wall uh, between two very narrow windows. Um, standing upright against the north wall is this large sarcophagus made of a dark black wood uh, with this uh, with the effigy of a woman carved into its lid. Directly across from the door. Hmm. But it does, I mean, it looks like it was ransacked, so there, it, it you know he doesn't get the feeling that there's probably anything of value left. Roll me a perception check in here. Yes. Yes, please roll lower than it's even possible for me to roll again. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> Fourteen. Getting there. So you see all the things I described. But in the hearth, you see the tiniest. And you had to kind of blink your eyes and kind of like look at it, move your, move your light away for just a moment. There is a tiny ember sitting in the hearth. Hmm. Irina's behind you and just goes, what are you looking at? And like pokes her head around your shoulder. So there's an ember in the hearth and Ooh. a dead lady. And it's been very burglarized. Oh, um, I should probably mention, watch out for shadows. One of them hissed at me earlier. Um, Wait, what? Yeah, when <laughs> when I first came in, it was like, Did I saw it, it like out? move and then it came up behind me and like hissed, but it was it was gone. So just keep an eye out. What kind of shadows? The dark ones. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Come on, store. You 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 got to give us a little bit more than that. Shadows of what? Did you see the shadow? Like, not very well. Okay. Um, what was casting the shadow? It appeared to be nothing. I don't know. I couldn't really see well. I hadn't I hadn't started the light yet. You could say I I didn't look very well. Um. <laughs> So, <laughs> I think story's going to go in. Okay. So, as soon as you cross the threshold, you're in a ransacked room. Uh, and let me let me reiterate, it's not the... Never mind. You, you said what you said about the sarcophagus being a woman's sarcophagus, and I, I guess that could roll. I guess, I guess that could fly. Okay, um, so what are you doing in the room? So all your I friends think, looking from outside. I think he would kind of look around. Um, are there any like, no, any like bookshelves or anything 
in there? There, there are several along the walls. Uh, any book that was on them is now on the floor. It's been kind of trampled on. The uh, spines of the books are all broken from having been stomped on. Um, like there's a hole in one of the windows, like right around the the hearth. Um, okay, I think he would want to go up to the um, the hearth and check it out. So as as you kind of crouch down and like look at this little this little ember, it is old kind of. There's old, like, charcoal wood just kind of hanging out around it. It's just little. It's almost, it's like, almost like bending forward. It's maybe, it's maybe the size of a gold piece. It's very little. Um, It just, it looks sad. It kind of, like, flicks up and then kind of floats down, flicks up, then floats down. Hey, guys, come look at this. Oh, okay. There's like a an ember that it's like I'm always kind of like breathing. It's like going up and down and up and down. But I don't think the spiders would light anything. Um, what do you guys make of it? Arsonist spiders. Are you breathing <laughs> around it? Because it's probably just your breath. Store's gonna blow on it. It like tumbles. It doesn't go out. It tumbles backwards over a piece of like charcoal wood and disappears for a second out of view. And then you see it almost climb back up on top of like a little thing and just kind of sway for a second. As everybody else walked into the room, you do notice that there is a large black sarcophagus just kind of like leaned up against the wall. Everybody's crouched down around this little, little, little fireball guy. And Stort, you're not going to bother mentioning the fucking sarcophagus in here? I so told you that there's a dead lady and <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a grave robber. I'm not gonna check out the, I'm not gonna open that. Um, but this little guy seems to be alive. <clears throat> it tries to take what would be, what, what like a step that an ember could make and it slides down the charcoals like wood that it's on back to its original spot and kind of lands and you almost could hear a oh, oh my god it's calcifer <laughs> literally it's, a, it's fucking calcifer um but also store you can check out a sarcophagus without opening it or robbing it also what if it opens on its own then we're all fucked if it's on its own, then we attack whatever is. Irina looks out. over her shoulder very slowly at the sarcophagus. <laughs> it like looks it up and down and goes, it's still shut for now. <laughs> this is the Scooby-Doo episode I've always wanted. <laughs> so I think Story's gonna We even have like, our own okay. scrappy. Okay, bye, little guy. I won't disturb you. Um, and then get up and be like, okay, let's go check out some other rooms. It starts to try to bounce after you and like falls like on what would be its face and like like rolls itself back up and tries to like follow you out the hearth store. Is there Does any it seem, How can I put this? 
You want to roll an insight check? I would love to roll an insight check. This is going to be like uh, one. Nat 20. Do we, I mean, do we see this? Like, oh, see, you all you all see it doing all of the personifications. Okay, hang on. That's going to be a 22. Well, I was about to ask if I could also do the same, though. Yeah, you could roll an inside check right. too, Moranis. We'll just we'll let two people do it. Moranis just like steadily <laughs> calculating the movements of this little flicker of a flame. Uh, that's a natural twenty for a twenty-seven. Nice. Of course, I roll good now and then. Yeah, whatever. No, no, no. You both, you both have the same kind of like realization that it's it's a if like a flame could be a puppy, almost. It's like got this little carefree little nature to it and store you pick up on this but Moranis you pick up on it a little bit too it looks hungry and it's it's seemingly it's like seemingly definitely sentient it like looks at you cocks its head as you cock your head to look at it I can't say that store is going to say this but Literally, I would be like, I'm going to feed you the world. <laughs> but like, if, if Michael was put in that situation, that's what would happen. That building would be its, its food. Okay, <laughs> Michael, I'm really sorry, but I step on it. So if I, if, if, I, if, I, if I notice it's like fucking looking at us and following us and it's hungry, I'm stepping on it. So Moranis steps in front of you, store and just puts his foot on it, and you see a little plume of smoke. A little tiny baby whispers of smoke just whoop, out from around uh, Moranis' uh, mud-caked boot. Just hear a small gasp in the store. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. And then Story just like turns around real quick and like starts heading towards the, the door. All right. So, so we're not gonna, but okay, whatever. Giant sarcophagus the, in a room. Nobody wants to touch it. Okay. What does that effigy look like? Uh, it looks like a middle age, like mid to older age woman. Um, it's just a. It's kind of like a, a little silhouette outline. But does it does it look like a woman? Uh, it has long flowing hair, so it it could be a man with long hair. Does it resemble at all the knight in the tapestry? Uh, have you left the room, Ronis? I mean, I've seen both because the tapestries okay. in the main hall. Uh, there's a similarity to them. The it it it's a very plain, simple silhouette. So there. It's kind of, you can infer your own thing. It could just so, be a stock silhouette. So I guess if, if I see Clara um, like inspecting it and, and Store's already like left, then I'll kind of like look at her and be like, does that, does that look like the tapestry? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Store wouldn't leave. He, he would just like head and like stop at the doorway. Okay. Clara, are you inspecting this sarcophagus now? Visually. I'm like giving it a good shakedown with my eyes, but I'm not physically touching it because fuck a curse. Okay, we'll we'll roll a perception check on this then. If we ain't getting handsy, uh, eighteen. 
you definitely see a long set of hinges on the right side where the lid is. And then you do see like a nice hand carved like inlet on the <laughs> left side. Hand. I was like, I gotta go. Uh, to open it, but it is a nice stained black sarcophagus. Um, it looks really well put together considering that everything else in here has been chopped up to high hell and fucked beyond reason. Xander would, Xander would catch cast Mage Hand and try and open it. So, Clara, as you're, like, looking at it, getting kind of close, this little astral hand just kind of floats beside you and, like, grips it. You scrappy-doo motherfucker. <laughs> and it opens up. As it opens up, you all hear this loud bang and crash as several uh, glasses of, uh, several wine glasses kind of like fall and crack onto the floor. A bottle of wine rolls out from the top shelf and crashes on the ground, sending uh, this red wine just kind of all over the floor in front of you, like, like spraying out onto all of your shoes. Uh, as you look inside, it looks like the sarcophagus was converted into a wine cabinet. There are any bottles that survived? Uh, as you look inside, no. Hmm. Gonna press to digitate my shoes clean. Well, that was anxiety I didn't need. Shall we keep going? Did hold on. There did ever who else rolled a perception check inside this room? Was it just Thor? I believe it was just Thor. Okay. All right. And you roll. What'd you roll, Thor? Fourteen. Yeah. The perception was fourteen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You picked up on everything. I just wanted to make sure. All right. So, as you all, <laughs> I was just like, "This is Ghostbusters." I'm upset. <laughs> we need to leave. As you all file out into the main foyer, you've examined the doors to your right that lead to the spider room. We've examined you've, one. Uh, you yes, you've examined one. So there's there's not a full knowledge of what the exactly the second door on the right does. Um, and then as you look ahead of you, there is the staircase leading upstairs as well as two doors heading back behind, uh, underneath the staircase. I think we should go to the ones underneath the staircase. Do you all go can, to the same one or do you split up? Can we look and like, up. just like intuitively conjecture about whether we would know where, like, an armory would be in a keep like this. I assume it'd be in the in a basement, or it would, I don't think it'd be on a top, on a above ground floor. So, the store would be the one that would have knowledge of armories, unless somebody else can make a good argument for why you would know. So I'll have Store roll a history check on that if Clara's asking the party. Nah. Guidance. I feel like I might need it. Yep. That's a 10. Basements sound about right. 
as you hear Clara kind of mention basements, like, yeah, mm-hmm. In, in, you'd almost be like, in, in, in ancient texts, we exclusively do basements. Yeah. Exclusively. You're not- the Armory should have like sturdy walls and that, that'd be heavy. <laughs> I love the oh, dice rolls tonight. Boy. They're either super good or super bad. <laughs> this party will die. Um, okay, well. so I say that uh, Clara, Xander, and I uh, go to this door, and Maras, how about you go to that other door and try and check that out? No. <laughs> Fine. Sure. Do you remember every time you leave the party alone? Yeah, let's yeah. not split the party ever again. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I why do you keep trying to split the party? I didn't think he was actually going to do it. I'm just a little mad at Moranis right now. Because he killed the closest thing to incense that I've seen since being in this terrible place. I'm sorry. It was hungry. And then he just opens the door. <laughs> so as Thor opens the door, and just, do you just walk in? Yes. You've got... <laughs> Holding your light out in front of you, I read really? directly behind you. Moranis in the middle of a sentence. Uh, so <laughs> as you as you step like through this door, um, you're immediately met with this uh this 20 foot long table with these um these uh these sculpted dragons for legs of the table. And it's at the very center of this hall, uh, roughly 30 feet wide by 50, uh, 30 feet wide by about 50 feet long. Um, pretty large area. Um, the chairs that surround the table have uh, backs carved to resemble folded dragon's wings. And several of the chairs have been overturned or smashed to pieces. Suspended above the table, is a crystal chandelier that actually glows with a soft white light. Standing in windowed alcoves are two life-size statues depicting knights with dragon-winged helms and shields. Uh, rainwater starts to trickle through cracks in the ceiling flowing down the west wall and adding to a large puddle on the floor as you realize that outside it has begun to rain. Five sets of wooden doors lead to this hall. Um, let's see. A pair of leaded glass doors, uh, their panes cracked and broken, stand open between panels of stained glass set into the east wall. These panels depict silver dragons in flight. Beyond the glass doors lies a dark, misty room. A bit of fog kind of flows in from it. And as you kind of peek just a little bit, there's enough glow that you can almost make out what seems to be a chapel in the room just beyond you. So to to reiterate, there are the there's the door you just came in, and then there's the door direct like the other door from the main foyer. There are two doors on your right and left, and then there is one door directly in front of you that leads to what appears to be a chapel. Okay, so like long hall kind of room. Mm-hmm. Um so the, the doors that were underneath the stairs, that was double doors coming into the same room? It, it would appear so. Stor kind of like looks in and like looks immediately to his right. He sees the other door. Okay. And then... Oh, I see, I see. And then, and then there are two rooms on both our right and left. 
Yes, and then and there the was chapel one... at the very end of like this hall, essentially. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think Stora walk in, point to the one on the right, and said, "Spiders," and then would turn to his left and go over to that door. What does everybody else do as you all just kind of see Stora just like go in, and the doors just kind of like shut behind him? <laughs> you hear him just go, "Spiders." And then the door. The door is shut behind me. They it like it's like on a swinging door. It just kind of like swings back behind you. I mean, we're all. I would assume we're all like closely following store. Like we would let him just like. Yeah, I thought that. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. Perfect. I just wanted to make sure because I didn't know if like you were letting store just go into rooms by himself. Okay. No, um, he just goes in first. Yeah, yeah oh, okay, I thought I'd just okay. go in first. Perfect. So, uh, story as you go to meet, you look to your right and go spiders. Not that way. And you immediately go to the one on your left. Um, this is very obviously a kitchen. As you, like, you kind of leave the glowing chandeliers behind you and stick your hand into this room. Uh, it's a kitchen, but it too has been plundered, overturned. So a couple of dented pots and pans kind of like lay on the floor. Um, everything's kind of rusted as there's kind of like a pool of rainwater that's kind of like fell into this room as well. Um, yeah, there there is a iron pot and it kind of like hangs on a hook um, inside a blackened fireplace. Um, and as you kind of like step in and like shine your light, it does rattle and it begins to like bob like up and down, like move back and forth violently. And as it falls to the ground, a, uh, a bat just kind of <laughs> like flies out and like flies above you and like past you out into the rest of the uh, into the dining hall. Jesus. Arena Ron, gives a shout. Another living thing. You want to kill it? Give me a perception check in here, store. Eighteen. As you kind of like watch the bat fly over your head, uh, you do notice that there is a a small, like a, a smaller door at the very back of the room, and there is a little bitty ember. In the in the fireplace, he's gonna get real excited and head over towards the the fireplace. Okay, like there might be another one. I mean, look, store. If you want something alive, there's a fucking spider. You can go get, have, make friends with that one in that first door. He stops in, in his place and turns around. It's like spiders are not alive, and then turns around and goes towards the <laughs> the uh, um, ember. I just the like, ember, I look at, I look at Clara real quick. I'm like, I, one of these days, I want to live in the world that he sees. Yeah. The the ember rolls out of the hearth and like almost like falls like onto the wet floor and like looks down and rolls back very quickly. Like, oh, like. <laughs> um. Do I get the same kind of sense from this one? As I did from the other one. Yeah, it it is. It you feel like it looks up at you expectantly, like hello. Okay, uh, I think Store would look around to see if there's anything flammable. Uh, the, it, as you as you look around, I mean, it, there's a couple of like torn like uh, like aprons and rags and everything that seemed dry enough. Xander follows Store over there and. Um, Cast produce flame and holds the flame down to the 
little ball of flame next to him. See, like I his reaction. I literally thought you were gonna like cast a spell and like make it go out again. I didn't know what to expect. I was like, do it, <laughs> do it. Really wanted so, to run up there and just step on it. So, <laughs> cast create water. No. So uh, as you produce this flame, the fire kind of like looks at it, looks at you, Xander, and jumps into the fire. And for a moment, nothing seems to happen. And it's kind of like this like weird letdown moment. Xander, are you holding the fire in your hand? I feel like when he when a little flame jumps into a flame in my hand, I would probably drop it. So as you see it jump in, you kind of go, oh, hot potato, and you drop it. And yeah. just before it hits the pool of water on the ground below, it <laughs> into this cool blue flame dragon and it flies up does a nice little spin before it fades into smoke and you just watch as the smoke trail just kind of through all of you and just kind of like disappears out of the room what what did I just do what was that does store know anything about like this happening with like with dragons or anything like that uh not it's it's not within your knowledge it's bad fucking juju guys well that's not what I was expecting to happen and you could just get the sense of like let down from store he wanted a pet no uh there is a door directly ahead of you so what do y'all think? Should we go through this door? Yeah. What else are we going to do? Did, did the smoke from that dragon appear to go out any of the doors or just disappear? It, as it kind of went through you, it just kind of dissipated. So okay. it just kind of like a little smoke kind of like rises up to the ceiling. Okay. But it doesn't leave a, a direct trail or anything to follow. Okay. Then I guess Dora would walk up to the door. And open it. So it it's mostly open as you just kind of push it open. Um, there are a couple of windows, and it's a circular room. You you feel like you've right reached the complete left side of this mansion, um, as there are five uh, bed rolls on the floor. Uh, there are brown tapestry. There are brown. Um, there's brown fabric kind of covering the five different windows that are in this uh, corner. Um, at first glance, it just kind of appears to be servants' quarters. And there is one other door immediately to your left. And as you kind of like look, uh, you do see um, a little bit of light coming from the bottom of it, and you can hear rain. Feels like it's like an exterior door. Me. Okay, um, so, sorry. Oh, you're fine, too. Um, so then I think I would let them know what I saw and then be like, I think we should probably go back to that, that other room and maybe go check out what I think looked, appeared to be a chapel. I mean, there was, there was quite a few doors in that other room we haven't checked. I mean, the chapel was one of them, but... Well, there were, well, there were three. Well, now... 
there's the door that leads back to the foyer that no one went through. There is the door that leads directly to the right side of the mansion, which Store assumes has spiders in it. And then there's the open chapel doors. Oh, so yes, it was it was double doors for both sides. Yes, sir. Oh, okay. You uh, sorry. You said two doors, and I'm thinking like two separated doors. Ah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Um, so okay, so these double doors for the left went into the kitchen, and then this other room, the servant quarters. Okay, then yeah, then, so then that's fine. Yeah, um, the chapel's the only thing. Okay. Um. Hmm. Going with the clue thing is like to the chapel. No, like, do, 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 do. hey, uh, Clara, do you do you have like do you have any paper? Oh, now you want paper? <laughs> Ignoring that, but <laughs> um, technically, yes, I would have paper. I mean, do you, you have, like a paper or like a sheet of paper or a notebook? I can borrow. Yeah, I definitely have a sheet of paper because I need it for spell components. So yeah. Um, I have a, like a small, I have an ink, uh, like a, a, a ink well. Um, can I just like snap an arrow and use that to be, just be basically drawing like a crude map of the areas that we have been and just like as we go so we can like retrace our steps? Yeah, of course. Why do you need to snap it? Can you just dip it? Because I, I don't want to be drawing with a pen that's this long. Just think of it as a quill. Get artistic. I mean, I am using it as a quill. That's why I'm I'm using the shaft instead of the arrowhead. So it's not like. Do you remember those really big, like comically big, pencils? Yes. They were like super long. Yes. But for some reason, they gave little kids, and I'm like, they have baby hands. What are they gonna? Yeah. <laughs> how are they gonna write with this? Yes, and then we're gonna find a merchant one of these days that sells a pen. With a bunch of little notches on the side, and each notch is a different color. <laughs> and then you try to put down multiple yep. colors at once. Merchant. <laughs> You're welcome. Notches. Pen of everlasting ink. Perfect. This is just like the uh, like the the shop that the nine just went to. I love a good oop stone. There it is, the oop stones. Yeah. All right, so. Moranis, are you immediately trying to draw this this map out? Yeah, just of like, I mean, like I said, like super crude map of just like areas that we've hit and like, okay. you know, like little squares for doors. Perfect. Kind of thing. And then like maybe like an X over the spider door and things like that. Store, uh, as he begins drawing and everything, are you, what are you doing? So I think he would be heading towards the towards the other room, but he went and leave the room that everyone's in. Okay, so everybody's kind of congregated back inside the large dining hall room. Uh, there are there are chairs if anybody wants to sit down and have a quick snack. Mom's gonna bring apple slices and peanut butter. Oh man, I don't get orange slices until I play soccer. We just have cuties. I'm sorry. <laughs> I think uh, Store would kind of just kind of poke his head into the, the chapel just to see what he could see. So is everybody milling around this foyer kind of like following you, Store, on, on your adventure um, in the land that time forgot? You look inside 
and it's much darker in here than than the room behind you. And even as you kind of like try to cast your light inside, you see these cracked wooden pillars supporting a uh, a wooden U-shaped balcony above you um, that overhangs in the stone walled chapel. Uh, there's a narrow archway that leads uh, to a spiral staircases that curl up to the balcony um, on your left and your right. Um, at the end of the wall rests a stone altar flanked by several iron candelabras. The altar is carved with a, a rising sun relief. Uh, in actuality, it's the same relief of the morning board. You know it well. Tall arching windows set with panels of stained glass decorate the walls behind the altar. And one of the windows has been shattered, covering the chapel floor in shards of colored glass. And this is what's been allowing this thick fog to kind of fill the room. And through this fog, you see three armored figures kneeling before the altar. And as you kind of squint your eyes, just enough to kind of make out, make them out, you see the middle one head begin to slowly twist and turn all the way back around until it's looking at you from its back, like an owl. You see these, this zombie-like face with sunken eyes and torn flesh and skin and patchy gray-black hair that kind of like isn't kind of kept on one side as it stands up still its back facing you eyes looking directly at you and it lets out this (laughs) as the other two stand and that's where we're going to take a break because I have to go to the restroom yes so we will roll initiative as soon as we get back I'm going to the restroom I gotta give me some water and let the dog out and for the love of God, somebody go help that baby. It seems like it's in trouble. No, you need to <laughs> let it cry. It needs to stop this. <laughs> hey, friends. This is BJ. Glad you're listening and having an Eldritch Blast. We'll be right back with more I Eat the Dragon. If everyone is back, welcome back. So, Storm, as you look in this zombied warrior stands up, its head twisted all the way around uh, facing you. The rest of its body begins to (coughs) pop and dislocate as its body spins to meet its head. It pulls its long sword up and puts two hands on it as the two other creatures next to it, both zombie-like warriors with this broken, tattered chain mail and plate armor that kind of falls off and rusts in spots, both lift up their long swords. They all let out this ghastly (laughs) and begin to charge forward for you. I'm going to need everyone to roll initiative. Right before initiative, there was a door there, right? Okay, Pasa, right in front of you. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's two open doors, and you could pull them together. Before we roll in, can storage close the door? Oh, you can you can close them. <laughs> yeah, just close the door. So store, in the process of rolling initiative, I'll, g- I'll give you that free reaction to yeah. just <laughs> shut the doors. As you turn around, the store says, we need to roll initiative. 
<laughs> this is the lowest initiative I've ever rolled. Well, we got Moranis. 12. Yeah. All right. 20 to 25. 15 to 20. 18. Hold on. 16. That's how math works. 16 for Clara. And Xander, what we got? Uh, eight. Hey, hey, I'm still before Xander. All right. Now, Irina rolled a total of three. So big balling up in this house. Okay. So, oh my gosh, guys, it's our first full fight since nobody split the party. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny um, that I was listening to a podcast and it was like their first um, D&D session. And they're like, okay, we want to go this way. And the D&D was like, or the um, DM was like, just so you know, Splitting the party is the number one killing killer of players. I was like, sure. mm, was he wrong? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, store was fine last time. Was he? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, all right. So here we go. Okay. So store as you shut the doors behind you. Uh, I, oh, I do want to make a quick point. Each of these squares is ten feet. So it's not five. It is ten feet. So two people can be in the same square together and uh, three if Xander wants to join in. So (laughs) that, uh, that's right. Xander likes to join in. Oh my God. (laughs) So, uh, Cannon from, (laughs) from behind (laughs) the, the door, you hear the clinking and stomping of feet as the door immediately opens behind you. And there is a large zombified warrior, uh, with, as you get now this close look at him, you can see he too has a gauntlet that has a silver dragon. Uh, but his action was to open the door and look at you and nega store. All right. <laughs> and with that store, it is your turn with another bad guy on deck, followed by Clara. Um, can, can I see, are the other ones um, with him? Um, no, it is just the one directly in front of you. Just the one? Mm-hmm. Thus far. Okay, um, so I am going to cast uh, Guiding Bolt. Okay, on the one in front of you? To the Yep, the one right in front of me. Okay, so it is, so the Guiding Bolt is a ranged spell attack, Oh wait, it's right? a ranged. Yeah, and so it's like right up on me. Okay, no, never mind then, I'm not gonna do that. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if this is gonna matter or not. I guess I'll do um, cause he's right there, uh, inflict wounds. Yeah. That's touch. Um, yeah. Um, if it's necrotic damage, does that, is it necrotic damage? It is. Yeah. Because he's a zombie. Does that like you would do anything? You'd have to try it and see. Okay. Screw it. Let's try it. Not going to do anything else with it. Um, melee attack spell. Yeah. Melee spell attack. Okay. That's what I meant to say. So, I was like, melee attacks? Yep. Melee attack spell. Spell attack melee. Come on. Uh, that's a 10. Yeah. So, as you kind of like put your hands out and you see this like like electricity kind of like, like, like filter like around your fingers, uh, and you go to press on his like chest, like right in front of you, 
you kind of like slide off of it. It's a little bit more slimy than you anticipated. And you just like your like arms kind of like ride up him for a second as you kind of like pull back and it looks at you very. Oh, you gave him a kiss. Almost. So, uh, Store, anything else you want to do with your turn? So, because I did a spell, I can't do a bonus action, another spell, correct? Uh, no, sir. Okay. Then, um, no, but I'm going to kind of stand kind of in the doorway to kind of be in, in his way. All right. He can just, like, move around you, too, like, oh, okay. if, if he wanted to. Okay. Uh, and then with that, Store, that is your turn. Uh, we've got our blue on. We've got our blue coming up. Clara, you are on deck. So then let me double check the speed. Perfect. So, so this one is going to stop and it is going to hide behind this pillar right here. Um, all right, Clara, it is your turn with Moranis on deck. Can we, can we see zombie, green zombie? Uh, you can kind of, from where you're at, there is like a door kind of in the way, but you can, you can hear and kind of like peek your head around and kind of see from where you're at that yes, there is a, a zombie there. Store is directly in front of it though. Move there. Okay. Then I can see it. I'm gonna firebolt it. Perfect. Go. Yeah. Um, 17 plus six. 23. 23. So as you kind of like run around, like jump over a chair, you just like sling this firebolt and it just goes sails right over Store's shoulder and collides directly with like this like slimy, like kind of like gutted neck on this uh, on this zombie warrior and just and, like flames kind of like light up and kind of like roll right off of him, but it goes back. <laughs> And like tucks its chin into itself as it kind of like feels like this burn kind of hit him. Uh, what's your damage? <laughs> the way you were describing it, I wasn't sure if I was going to get to damage it or not. I was like, if this motherfucker is immune, yes. Um, that is a whopping six damage because I rolled shit. So it looks up and it kind of like peeks around store. It's like it's as tall as store is and it's kind of like like looks over the shoulder to like look at what hit it and goes. <clears throat> All yeah. right, Clara, anything uh, Clara else you're doing? Just, she just gives it the peace sign and she's just going to move back out of the way. Most dope. You All love right. to see it. Moranis, it is your turn with Xander on deck. How much of this doorway is store taking up? Half of it. Okay. If I like get on the table, uh, well, that's in front of me. Well, do I would do I think that that would give me a better shot at the zombie right in front of store? Yeah, you could definitely get it. Get a shot in. Cool. And yeah, I'll jump up on the table, and I'll take my two shots or my three shots. Perfect. All right, let them loose, man. First two. Uh, an eighteen and a twenty-nine. Yes, the 18 easily hits. The 29 is just like laser locked and like sinks in like right into like his cheekbone. Oh, that's really good. That's 15 plus 12, 27 points of damage for the first two. 
and then for the third, that's a 19 to hit. Yep. Easy peasy. And does eight plus six is 14 points of damage on that one. Wow. All right. Um, and oh, is he and he is within melee with store, correct? Yeah. Sneak attack. Light it up. That's another five points of damage. It's another five. So, uh, yep. So it's 14, 27, and five. So, as Clara, you zing this firebolt around and it like lands. And just as this thing peeks its head around, store shoulder to like make a growl at you. You watch as Moranis jumps up on the table and almost in one fluid motion just shoots two arrows seemingly at once. The first one like pierces and goes straight through the neck. The second sticks into its uh, cheekbone right below its eye socket and like the arrow stays there. As the second one, uh, the third arrow, Moranis just kind of like watches where those two go and goes, mm, I'm going to play around a little bit as it just lands directly in the soft spot right above the clavicle bone, like right just in, and it like sinks in all the way through the back, the little feathers just sticking out almost like a, uh, almost like a little bow tie piece. Uh, Moranis, anything else you want to do with your turn? Nah, man, that's it for me. I'll stay on the table. Dope. Xander, you're up with right, bad guys um, on deck. Dope. Uh, I want to get right up next to store. I can, like, okay. right there. Um, I guess twenty-five feet. Mm, yeah, we'll give it to you. That's right. Okay. That's right about there. Okay, cool. Um, and then I'm gonna take a rapier swing at this dude right in front of me, or in front of us. Okay. Uh, do I get an advantage because store or? Yeah. No. Mm. Because he's flanking. Yeah. Not really flanking. No. Yeah. He's just in combat with everybody okay. just beating the hell in this guy. Yeah. No. So just. You'd um, have to be on the other side of him. Yeah. You'd have to okay. go behind him. Okay. That's what I thought. All right. Uh, 23 to hit. Yeah. Easy. Easily hits. As like you're Didn't just. All it. of you are just finding like this armor is just torn to shreds. It's barely anything. Not all of us. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, like, that is seven, seven, seven points of damage. Yeah. All right. So that was with your first strike. Do you have a bonus action or anything you want to do, Xander? Yes, I do. All right. Uh, so, yeah, second rapier attack coming in. That is a 15 to hit. Yes. Uh, this one, you get a little, you almost miss. But you you still find it pretty easily. Okay. Uh, that is eleven points of damage. Eleven points of damage. Nice. All right. So with your your first swing, like this this creature kind of like puts its like sword up a little bit to try to block you in, in melee combat. But your sword, your your rapier slides down his long sword and like goes like right into the gut. And then the second one, he tries to parry it, but it just slide right underneath and get him right in his left hip. Um, anything else you want to do with your turn? Uh, no, that's it. Perfect. All right. And with that, 
our yellow fellow is going to is going to hide behind this pillar up here, take cover rather. And with that, it is Irina's turn, and Irina is going to step over here, right into this uh, little alcove, and she is going to kind of huddle up and ready in action if anything were to come through the door. So uh, with that, we are back up to the top of the initiative order with uh, our green fellow with Store on deck. Uh, Store, as you look at this creature in front of you, it opens its jaw wide and <laughs> as it takes two swings at you with its long sword. That is a 19 and a nat 20. Jesus. Magical. <laughs> the green dice. So, uh, so it's for. I you using the orange ones. Uh, I've got a dice for each color on the board. Ah, makes sense. So the first hit uh, with this long sword is going to be 19 points of damage as it swings in and <clears throat> like slams into you, finding its way through your armor. As the second critical hit comes through, that is 20 points of damage as it pushes you back and slams into you again, riding clean across your chest. Store's down. All right, perfect. Uh, so Store, as you are unprepared for the force of which this creature is coming to hit you, you fall back. Uh, oh, wait. Go ahead. Shit. What? I could do warding flare for my reaction. I'll love um, just, just would have made that natural 20 at disadvantage. Disadvantage. It would take, it would do both of them, I think, at disadvantage. Oh, so it's, it's, it's a, it's a roll, like for me to roll on the attack. Mm, let me look at it. Yeah, it's when you're attacked by a creature that could be blinded within 30 feet, uh, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the attack roll. Uh, you can use this feature three times per long rest. I'm going to say no on because this one because I'd already rolled. So yeah. next time it's like, okay, I'm yep. like, it's going to come attack you. It's like warding flare. Like that's when the yeah. reaction should come in. Mm -hmm. um, all right. So store, as you take these hits, uh, one of your own brothers strikes you down as you fall back. Um, the light that was glowing on store's gauntlet just pff, diminishes. Um, and the green, uh, the green creature looks directly at you, Xander, and goes, <sighs> Sore, I need you to make a death saving throw. Fail. <laughs> All right, that is a X. All right, and with that, Xander, as you see these swings come through this Revenant in front of you. <sighs> it turns its eyes and its gaze to behind this pillar, swirling around it, a second one of these shrunken blue light, blue circles swings around. Yeah, hold on, there we go, come on. Swings around and charges directly for you, Xander. That is a 18. Uh, that will hit. 
and a five. So with its first swing, it kind of locks onto you and with two arms raises above its head as it lets out this ghastly moan, swings down and does nine points of damage as it slams into you, like knocking you kind of off guard for just a second as it comes through with a side swipe and you kind of duck just enough as it slams into the door, leaving a large gash in it and it looks down upon you. Not uh, much. <laughs> uh, and with that, it's actually going to uh, move away from you. So you are going to get an attack of opportunity as it slides back behind the wall out of vision of everybody else. So take a swipe. Xander, oh. yeah. Sorry. Get your attack of opportunity, my man. Uh, 21. 21, yes, that will hit. So go ahead and roll your damage. Uh, 10 points. 10. All right, perfect. Okay, and with that, Clara, it is your turn with Moranis on deck. <laughs> that's uh, well, that's bad. Things have gotten serious. Um, she's going to... Uh, I'll walk back right here. And now that there's not a body blocking it, she's going to cast the Chromatic Orb at second level. At green? At green. Perfect. And what kind of magic, what kind of, what kind of magic are we weaving into your orb? We're doing fire. Okay. That is a 21. That'll definitely hit. So as you come around, you start spinning your chromatic orb and you just send out this bray of fire. What's that damage look like? Oh, thank God. Decent. Um, 21 points of fire damage. 21. Nice. 48, my dude. Hey, man. Nice. Okay. So, 21. So, as these flames beam out from this chromatic orb as you spin it in your hand, the flames kind of like light up Sora's unconscious body below them as it lands and slams into this revenant. <laughs> as pieces of its skin start catching on fire and kind of like flaking up, you're now looking through this fire at this deadly black-eyed gaze just locked onto you, Clara. As you can almost kind of hear what sounds like a laugh. It is caught on fire, but it seems to be enjoying itself. All right. Anything I just want to do with your Clara? I'm going to bonus action hide. Yes. <laughs> As it watches you with its gaze, uh, you uh, roll me a stealth check. Uh, that was a natural 20, my dude, so 25. Hey. Okay, perfect. Uh you watch as you as you duck behind. Are you just like jumping behind the table or I imagine she just she just does this. Doop. <laughs> she just goes back behind the wall where out of his line of vision. She's like, can't see me. As you watch, as you like, it's still on fire a little bit as it looks away for a second and like looks back and you get a, a momentary like eyebrow raise. Like, huh? like where'd she go? Huh? Okay, Moranis, you're up with Xander on deck. So <clears throat> store down, uh, Moranis just kind of like goes almost like Spider-Man pose on this table and uh, kind of just like points out at him uh, and uh, mutters some 
elvish words uh, marking him for Hunter's Mark. And then um, for my bonus action. <laughs> shoots two arrows. Right. Huh? I said shoots two arrows right into right into store. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so no, I'm going to mark green and then I'm going to take two shots at green. Okay. So uh, got that nice Hawkeye pose and just... First is a 19. That'll hit. Second is a 21. Yes. Um, the first with sneak attack, since he is still within combat of Xander. Uh, 16 points of damage from the first. Okay. Six to six, 12 points of damage for the second. Okay. All right. So as you fire off another two arrows, these both just kind of like landing solely, like in its left shoulder. It still looks, looking for Clara. Little bits of flame still looking at him. He's just <clears throat> takes them. And you see his shoulders start to kind of like drop down a little bit. He's not looking nearly as good as he was a moment ago. Um, all right, anything else you want to do with your turn, Moranis? No, that'll be it for me. All right. Xander, you're up. Bad guy's on deck. Okay. Um, is there a point where I could hit all three of these guys in a 10-foot radius without hitting myself or store? No, because these are all 10-foot blocks. You could get the blue guy by himself. You can get the green guy and all of you three, or you can get the yellow guy by himself. Darn. Well, if if he does it, yeah. if he well, does I, it like behind both yeah, green and I, blue. I dropped it like, yeah, if I dropped it like yeah. here, can I get green and yellow? Yeah, I wasn't thinking about that angle. Yeah, you can get, yeah, pick either green and yellow or green and blue, and you could do it that green way. Green and yellow. Green and yellow. Okay. All right. Um, well, shatter, third level. Uh, so that is two con saving throws. Okay. Double check something real quick. Lord have mercy. Okay, so green and yellow. Lord have mercy. That is, uh, for yellow, that's a total of 23. For green, that's a total of 16. No, They 17. both, one meet, oh, yeah, okay, they both pass, damn it. Ah, okay. All right, so it's just half. Okay. All right, uh... Twenty-one is the total, so I guess ten for each. Ten for each. Okay. So yellow's got some damage done to it. Perfect. All right. So as Xander, you look down at store and you kind of try to calculate like exactly where to place this explosion. You send it off right behind the the two to your left, and this booming sound kind of shatters and all of the glass in this chapel just 
breaks and glass comes flying inside, lands on the floor. Fog immediately pools in over the uh, the new openings and kind of fills the floor and makes it almost kind of like to your hips now, Xander, with fog in this room. Uh, some dust and like rocks kind of like fall off above you from the, uh, the little balcony above your head. Um, but you see both the revenants to your left kind of... <laughs> Like, like, try to like put their shoulders into their ears, still holding strong onto their swords. Anything else you want to do? Um, so, uh, is a death save considered a saving throw? I'm assuming so. Uh, it's a death saving throw, yes. Okay, um, I'm going to give Store a bardic inspiration. Oh, can you? He can't hear it. I, you can't, yeah. Shit. He's okay. unconscious. Yeah, yeah, he's unconscious. So, like, you could, yeah, you kind of like try, and it's just like, he just okay. farts. <laughs> Damn. Death fart. Um, well, uh, that's it then. Okay, cool. So, with that, uh, it is Yellow's turn. Uh, and Yellow is going to walk back into the same square with green behind it, spin and come right up for you, Xander. Um, and it is going to make two melee attacks on you. Uh, that is a two and an at 20. Oh, okay. So the two is going to swing and take another chop out of the door, but as it unsticks itself, it's going to raise up and slam down on you for a total of, that is uh, 20 points of damage as it slams directly into your armor or through your armor. How are we looking? Uh, bloody, sure. Cool. <laughs> All right. Is this new yellow one still like, it's got this like twist in its eye as its ears or what's left of them appear to be ringing. I uh, did not like you uh, taking an attack at him. Uh, and with that, Irina is going to, uh, she herself is going to move backwards uh, a little bit out of the way and kind of hunker down again near the statue and ready another action. Because um, everybody's blocking the door she can't get through. Um, okay. And she could step over Xander. That's right. She could. It, Xander is a within the same space. So she actually would. Thank you, Store. So she's actually going to move through and she is going to. We've got a lot of things going on right here. She is going to make an attack on yellow right in front of her. And she looks down at Store and she's going to get a 13 uh, for her first attack. And then her bonus action is going to be a 17. So the 13, you all kind of watch, and it looks like she misses. But the 13 is just exactly enough to stab in and pierce. So that's going to be five. Oh, all right. And six. All right, so she does some good damage to the yellow creature. And... With that, she is going to, yeah, she moved. Yeah, she will invoke an attack of opportunity and back around the corner. And yellow 
is going to miss. All right, with that, it is going to be Green's turn now. As Green steps over Stora's body, it's going to take a look around, and it is going to walk right up and take a swipe, because that is, yeah, that's within range. So it's going to walk up and it's going to take swipes at you, Moranis. So as it comes up with its two, Jesus Christ, that is another nat 20 and a three. Um, so three nat 20s. It's actually a 12 instead of a nat 20. Which, which one? The green dice or the blue dice? Or do you just get to pick? I, it's the roll you pick. It's the roll you pick? All right, then mm-hmm. you pick the nat 20 as a 12. So a three and a 12. Uh, both miss. Perfect. So, I mean, Cla- hey, to, be, to be hang on, to be fair, do they not have attack bonuses? Because if you just rolled a twelve, you'd oh, still that's add right. your attack bonuses. I knew the three didn't hit, but the uh, the attack bonus is a What's four, that? so it'd be twenty four. So it'd be a sixteen, which I think is still <laughs> missing. Still, wait, hold on. Yeah, it's still four. Yeah, yeah, it still misses. Out of yeah, my my Moranis. AC seventeen. You watch this creature step over store and make its way towards you. And its first swing, you feel the breath of the blade. <laughs> As it just kind of like, it comes to contact with your neck and you look over and you just see Clara kind of go. <laughs> As the blade just kind of like falls a little bit out of his hand and just kind of like clinks off of your shoulder. <sighs> As it looks up, very surprised. Uh, Clara just saved your ass because I rolled, I rolled damage, and I rolled two tens. Okay, so that's fine. Oh, I know. Clara, clutch move, and with that, store death save. You didn't. You didn't. Oh, 19? 19 or a 1? That 1. Oh, no. Showed us a 19. No, no. Sorry. It went down a little bit. God damn it. Literally, BJ and I were texting and we're like, as long as he doesn't roll a nat 1, we're fine. No. Oh, fuck. Dude, I had full plans. Like, I had the next, I had like, I had the next three round, run, the three rounds planned out. Like, I knew exactly what I was gonna do to get you out and not like get either of us hurt and everything. I was gonna cast invisibility on both of us and just drag you out of there. Oh, I, I mean, I, I, I was, have cure wounds. I was literally because my turn would have been next. I was gonna give you a magic a healing potion. Store. Oh no. Um, oh fuck. For the love of God, please come back with a grave cleric. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sor, you're unconscious. And as you feel your heart fighting, it just gives out. And what do you want the last thing you, you see to be? Or what would you like to say as you as you call out? Uh, 
I'm going to find Zonros. <laughs> and then Xander, you just look down as you just watch just every bit of light fade away as his skin just lose, starts to lose all color. And having seen plenty, a dead body, you know what's happened. With that, it is the blue Revenant, Revenant's turn as it twists around the corner and takes two swings at, one swing at Irina, one swing at Xander. The swing at Irina's a 20. <laughs> and then so the swing at Xander's an 18. Chaos, okay, it's just the dice, guys. I swear. Uh, Irina... Irina's gonna take 36 points of fucking damage. Okay. As Irina gets this slam and like a chunk of her arm kind of like like flies out. Ah! And like she like grips at her arm. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. I moved Irina backwards. Didn't I? Yeah, yes. yeah. So that means she's nowhere inside. That means both of these are for Xander. Fuck, <laughs> Xander. That is thirty-six points of damage to you. Xander's down. Okay. And the second swipe was a eighteen. Does that hit? Yes. So that's an automatic. Uh, Fail. There right automatic there. two two fails. Automatic two fails. Buck. <laughs> TPK on the haunted mansion. <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> oh, TPK my ass. The, the elves. The, if Xander goes down, the elves are fucking out. <laughs> so, so. Uh, so the first strike hits you and Xander goes down and as the second swing comes through, it lands. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is, that is two fails. Um, Xander, um, Clara, it is your turn with Moranis on deck. (laughs) So we're going to boop right here. Then that gives flanking to our wonderful friend Moranis. And then I'm going to feed my potion of healing to Xander's unconscious body. Perfect. Hey, hey, hey guys, it's okay. I haven't finished the intro yet. <laughs> 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 oh god okay um, um you get eight points of healing and Clara looks at you and she says this is a terrible time for a nap <laughs> so I'm, I'm up with H- H- HP right yeah. yeah yes you're still on the ground though so you'll take half your movement to stand up <laughs> fuck um <laughs> and then
Can I bonus action hide? Yes, you can bonus action hide. <laughs> I want to bonus. I'm just going to hide behind the green revenant. And I'm just going to, when he like looks, she's just going to be like doing this behind him the whole time. So he can't. Clara with the jokes. Okay. Uh, uh, it's a 24. Okay, perfect. Uh, Moranis, it is you with Xander on deck. God damn. <laughs> um... <laughs> No, fuck. I'm I'm fucking furious. Uh, you like? I mean, you see fucking rage in my eyes, and uh, uh, like loudly he like screams. Um, oh god, where is it? Hang on, I gotta pull it up. Ready to go? Um. Yeah, he screams out uh, Alarka as he casts his Zephyr Strike. But when he does this time, like he just puts his foot on the zombies, on the Revenant's chest in front of him and with two arrows knocked at like completely close range, just fucking let's go. Hell yeah. So let's roll some attacks. Let's say, so we are, Clara is flanking him. Yes. So it would be at advantage, but. And your Hunter's at- Mark too. Well, Hunter's Mark doesn't provide advantage. Well, no, um, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you add your dice yes. rolls. Yes, of course. If you hit. Um, but, so here's the thing. Just to, so I'm making sure we get this right. I have advantage from her, but mm-hmm. because I'm doing ranged in close range, it's disadvantage. It's so they'd be straight roll. Yes. Mm-hmm. One of these will still be at advantage because of Zephyr Strike. Yes. Okay. So, so your I, first one will be at advantage. First one with advantage, mm-hmm. which means I can get sneak attack. Yes, sir. Um, is a yeah twenty-five to hit. That'll do it. And that's with hunter's mark and sneak attack, and zephyr strike. So two d eight and two d six. Um. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty pissed. That's. 16 plus 4, that's 20 plus tw- 6. So 26 from the first arrow. That first arrow, get finished because this is all in one. Yeah, I, I the did. The two arrows that. is one fluid motion, right? Huh? The first two, are those like just two attacks? It's, it's two attacks. I was just flavoring it as uh, one go but th- I, I did say that so narratively i'll leave that up to you narratively i'm going to allow the first arrow is gonna <sighs> you said two F- fuck fuck it what was your second attack i what... haven't rolled it yet you haven't rolled your second attack yet okay. no so what's the second attack second attack that's a straight roll hang on if i can balance a d4 on this I couldn't until I tried. So it's a 30. <laughs> yeah. So what, Nick, what I'm going to say happens with the passion of just seeing what went down in those fucking rolls. Uh, this is DM, DM flavoring. Your first shot is going to go square through the skull. And this green revenant is going to fall flat out onto Clara. as She kind of like, like as she like slides him, just like pushes him down onto the ground as he just lands, 
And the second arrow that you let loose in that same set of shots is going to ricochet off of its shoulder and sail directly over Xander's head into the yellow. That's 17 points of damage. Fuck yeah. All right. Perfect. And you have a third attack? Uh, No, I only have a third attack on the very first round of combat. Um, Okay, thank you. So with that... I can't move my Hunter's Mark because it'll be a bonus action, which I use for Zephyr Strike. So, um, I am actually going to move 10, 20, 30, because I have an additional movement from Zephyr Strike as well. And I don't, I don't have any. Atta- I can't do attack of opportunity, so I'm gonna move 40 feet over to here. Okay. And that'll be my turn. Perfect. All right. Cool. Uh, with that, Xander, it's you. You've been Fuck. saved from a death save throw. <laughs> uh, Moranis, I'm sorry. Xander is caught up in the anger of just watching his friend die and being downed. He's going to step diagonally in between these two and cast Thunder Wave. All right. So that's I mean, I, I'm, I'm not in their melee damage, so it depends on how, how big is the cube for Thunder Wave? It's a 15-foot cube, so that's it, up to Dylan if, it's, if he's within 15 feet. Within 15, probably. Yeah. So you're going to step into it? Right in between them? Yeah, I'm just going to, because it looks like I'm like more in front of yellow. I'm just going to step more between step them. Into the room. So I'm just like, them. yeah. I mean, but I think it's just like a dexterity save. So yeah, it's. Yeah, Moranis, you're going to be, you're going to be in it. That's and fine. then Clara. Well, no, it's in front of mm. them. It's a cube oh, in put, front of them. Push, put, okay, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Yeah, then it's, yes. Yes. It's a cube I've, originating from him. Thank you. I was like, wait a minute. Perfect. Cool. So, Dex that's saves. like con. No, uh, con 16. Save. Con 16. Ooh, okay. This is blue and yellow. So, blue dice has been rolling hot tonight. Mm-mm. Okay. Blue got a nat one. Oh, so is that that's double? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll allow it. I got an eight. You got an eight? But, so, so, give me what whatever full damage is, just not that double. What did so you can crit this blue guy? What did yellow get? Uh, a total of fifteen. Okay, so, so they both failed. One critically failed. Bad. Uh, uh, well, yellow takes. Oh no, sorry, blue takes forty points of damage. Hell yeah! <laughs> yellow takes Shit. twenty, and Moranis takes twenty. Uh, Damn. Man. And okay. as he's casting this, he's probably yelling something like, don't fuck with my friends as he casts it. Fuck yeah. So that's what the thunderous wave is, is don't fuck with my friends as this explosion yeah. just rockets uh, and pushes. Moranis, did you fail or save? I failed. I took full damage. All right. So you're going to, I believe thunder wave pushes you back 10 feet too, right? Yep. Yeah. Everyone that failed pushes back 10 feet away from me. So boom. So everybody gets slammed back 
with a clutch move from Xander. All right. Uh, anything else you want to do with your turn, Xander? Uh, nope, that's it. All right. Uh, Yellow is going to come charging right back at you, Xander. Is it its, its turn? No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it is going to make two swipes at you. Uh, that is a 15 and a 14. Or a 15 and a 13. 15, 15 will meet. 15 will meet. All right. So, so that's going to be plus that's seven. Seven. Woo! What are you at? Are you okay? It takes <laughs> as he swings in and gets you. It's like it's like its beard is like all like half like eaten away by like worms. Like a worm like sticks out. His beard's like electric shock, like static, like just like up as it slams into you, and you are looking piss poor, uh, but standing. Um, as Irina. Oh God, there's just so many people. Um, slides between you guys and comes up to your aid, Xander, and she is going to take two swipes at yellow. Uh, it's an 18 and a 15. Just flat. Oh. Okay. So. Is she? Fuck, I lost Zephyr Strike. Oh, because you failed your oh, uh, no. concentration. Yep. It is concentration. Um, I just rolled a five. So she's going to come out here and she's going to do 14 points of damage total to yellow. If she's going to stay locked into the fray. All right. Oh, that's much more than that. Did I not wrong? There we go. Okay. Uh, With that, that's Irina's turn. And green is no longer with us. That can go away. Store is no longer with us. Uh, Blue (laughs) is... Sora's over here like Rune Knight. Um, So, hey, it's about to be official content too. I know. I definitely have it pulled up, and I'm like, are we sixth level? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm figuring out which one I'm gonna take the because I had it for fifth. Blue is uh, let's see. So it is Blue's turn. As Blue is going to kind of like shudder around and look at you, Moranis, and turn around and come swinging directly for you. Uh, first, it's going to be a 17, and the second is going to be a 12. 17 just hits. 17 just hits. Okay. As it swings through, that's going to be uh, 13 points of damage with its first strike. Okay. Mm-hmm. How, how you looking? I'm, I mean, I'm only at half. Okay, cool. All right. And so it is squared up with you, Moranis, in this chapel fog uh, flickering in around the floor around you. Uh, Clara, it's your turn with Moranis on deck. Love to see it. Bonus action disengaged, so I don't get a tax opportunity from yellow. (laughs) 
And she's like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, and slide through right past Arena and Xander. Um, thank you. Fuck up. Oh, boy, here. All right, get your advantage, too, because you're right behind him. Yep. And a sneak attack, because he's engaged with my friend. Natural 20, motherfucker. Oh, shit. Okay, take it away. Um, what are we attacking with? with um, it's my, sh my plus one short sword. Oh. But it's magic. Thank you, Hags. I mean, it would have been in 26. Just, you know, if anyone's listening. <laughs> what is, it? is it a five or a three? Five or three? Three. Eight. Twenty points of damage total. Oof. On the first strike, do you get a bonus action or anything? No, because my bonus action was to uh, disengage. That's right. Thank you. All right. Uh, this one, blue, ain't looking good. Ain't looking well. Uh, Moranis, it is your turn with Xander on deck. Bonus action, I'm moving my Hunter's Mark to yellow. Okay. Um, and then taking my two strikes. First arrow is a 22. That'll hit. That's with Hunter's Mark and Sneak Attack because he's engaged with Irina mm -hmm. and um, Xander. Xander, thank you. Mm -hmm. oh, damn, that's a really low roll. That's only 11 points of damage. To yellow? To yellow. Okay. And then second arrow is a 17 to hit. That'll do it. With another... Damn. Only 10 points of damage. Alright. So... Low, low for moi. Both of these revenants aren't looking great. Uh, anything else you want to do with Moranis? Uh, it's bonus action action and I'm going to stay in combat with him. So no, I'm good. All right, Xander, you're up with yellow on deck. <clears throat> All right. Um, so Irina is in combat with yellow as well, right? Yes. You guys are side, but like literally you are at her hip. Okay. Can I swing around this dude to the opposite side and then take two? Yeah, you can move. Swipe attacks you can him. move through, then you'll get your advantage. We have advantage. Wait, what did you say, Moranis? So we have advantage. Yash. Uh, do I get advantage on both or just one? Just the first one. Just the first one. Okay, dope. Um, oh, both. no, both of them. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Thank you, Moranis. Yeah. Uh, dirty 20 to hit for the first one. Oof. Yes. And then the second swipe. A nat 20 for the second one. Take it away. Take it away. Mr. 1HP. Right. Hell yeah. Uh, first one's going to be eight points of damage. Okay. And then second one. This is your crit? Yes. Uh, 16 points of damage for the second one. 
So 24 in total. So you come around and you run beneath its legs as it's kind of in like this like horse pose. And you kind of take your first like sword and you like sl- like sling it up as you run underneath it and you hear it like let out a <sighs> as you come up just behind and on the second slice you just stab directly through like at the base of the pelvis like up and out through the stomach as you pull out it drops to its knees and its rusted long sword kind of like clanks to the ground as it falls face forward unmoving. All right. And anything else you want to do with your turn, Xander? Uh, nope, that's it. All right. Irina goes, hell yeah. <laughs> and she <laughs> uh, she kind of like sidles up beside you and kind of like, um, no, she was right there. So she's going to come in around Clara and she's going to sidle up beside you, Clara, and she's going to take some swipes at Blue Boy. So that is a... 10 and a 17. So the 17 is going to hit. And so how do I want to do this? <laughs> so Irina watches Xander fail this, uh, this giant revenant. And she goes, I can do this. I got to show these motherfuckers up. And she kind of comes, looks at Clara, gives her a wink. As she swipes the first one and misses, and as she brings her sword back around, just kind of slices it through the head. And this uh, Revenant is still facing you, Marana, so you just watch this blade come around as its head just kind of slices off and rolls directly in front of you and lands between your shoes. As the rest of it just kind of crumples to the ground and like falls, like the rest of its body like falling like onto the stairwell to your right. As... Everybody huffing and heaving, the fog swirling around you. Combat has subsided for now. (sighs) Xander would immediately run over to Stor's body. Okay. Um, I think I'm just like literally just staring off in a corner, not even not even looking at anyone or anything. Irina just walks up and 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 looks down and just kind of stares. You can hear the rain pounding outside now as water can kind of fleck in through the broken stained glass windows. And the rain kind of pushes the fog down as you can really kind of see Store now laid out, still gripping his warhammer. The light from the chandeliers in the dining hall, its magic in nature begins to fade and then glows a little brighter. As you watch as the smoke-covered dragon flies out 
of one of the side rooms, out of one of the, the back doors from the main foyer. And flies a little figure eight around both of the chandeliers. And then comes to rest on Storr's still chest. And it takes a moment to look at you, Clara, and Xander, Moranis. And it squints its eyes just a little bit at Moranis. And Irina. And it gives Irina a knowing nod. And then you all watch as this smoke dragon just kind of covers Stor's body. Stor? Whether it's somewhere beyond or it's the waiting area in Barovia where souls go, your consciousness finds this darkness. And you don't know how long you've been here. Or even where you're going. And it seems like it's been years, almost. And then this tiny smoke dragon begins to fly towards you out of the darkness. What do you do? I think he would definitely like take a look at it and start like trying to move towards it or reach out to it. As you begin to walk towards it, it stops and it lands and looks at you. Do you fully approach it? Yes. And I think she always say, I I don't know where I am or how long I've been here. Dragon just nods its head. And it opens its mouth. And a little orb of light floats out from its mouth as the smoke dragon fades away. And the light floats towards you. And it floats just within reach. Story would reach out and grab it. Everyone in this foyer watches as Stor's eyes and mouth suddenly burst open. And for the split second, you see light shoot from his eyes and his mouth and is extinguished as he begins coughing up blood and dust. And you hear the sound of the rain store 
as you come back to consciousness with one hit point. And that's where we're going to end tonight's game. Craziness. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, yeah, guys, that, uh, that was fun. That was, that, that is the first floor of Argnavost Holt, Manor of the Silver Dragon. <laughs> I was really wondering what was going to happen if Sora was just actually dead and we're like in his house. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay, bye. I, I'd I mean, probably uh, just be like, uh, I, I just leave. I'd be like, we have no yeah, point to be here. That's like, exactly <laughs> what I was planning on doing was just be like, guys, yeah. like this is, I can't do this. Yeah. There's no point. Well, we can go ahead and end recordings here. Hey, Internet, it's Dylan, the Dungeon Master, and I wanted to thank you for listening to this week's episode of I Eat the Dragon. Rate and subscribe to this show everywhere you listen, and please tell a friend who likes Dungeons and Dragons. We like adding adventurers to the group. Listen to new episodes every Tuesday, and remember, don't crit fail. <laughs>